Hey, I'm the medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Singing Medium Podcast, and I am not alone this time. I feel like I have been alone for many, many weeks on my podcast, just talking to myself and talking to you guys, but I'm excited because I actually finally have a guest on the podcast, and she's going to talk about astrology, and her name is, do you like Jen or Jennifer? I usually go by Jen. Jen, me too. Hey, it's two Jens, just on the pod, <laughs> talking about all things spiritual and podcasting about astrology. And I'm excited because I'm going to give you a little mini psychic reading and you're going to tell me about my birth chart or like, I really, before we get in, like, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself and you're like super cute, by the way. I used to wear my hair like that too when I was younger. <laughs> Not so much anymore, but because <laughs> then you can see the gray if I do that. So I can't do it anymore. Um, but I want you to talk about yourself and, and let everyone listeners know about a little bit about yourself. But also that's what the plan is, is you're going to read my chart and I need to know what's going on in my life. Like I don't need my life, but I need to know because I keep getting it wrong. Like I'll go on Instagram and be like, okay, um, Jupiter in like a queer, no, wait, that's not right. Uh, something is going on in my life and that's why I'm acting a certain way or that's why things are happening in my life. And I'm so curious to know like that kind of thing, but I'm jumping ahead. So I want you to let everyone know, please tell us all about you and your life and whatever you want to share would be awesome. Okay. Well, hi, thank you for having me on. I am Jen as well. Um, short for Jennifer and I am a, I am an astrologer. Um, I started studying astrology approximately like two ish years ago. So I'm fairly new. I'm still kind of a baby astrologer dipping my toes out there into the professional side of reading charts Um, But yeah, so I found out I was going through my Saturn return during the pandemic, and I went through a spiritual awakening then as well. So it's been a wild um, last few years. Yeah. Once you while you're down, I know, yeah. Everything at once, Jen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. I I had my first child um, the end of February 2020. Two Two weeks later, we had our first lockdown. And yeah, within a few months from there, I had um, a full-blown spiritual awakening. And then within a few months of that, I found astrology and started um, living more holistically as well. So I went through like a lot of changes um, with my health and my son had um, some minor like health issues too. So that really like sparked my interest in living a more natural um, way of life. So I've definitely changed my life like spiritually and physically. It's been like a full on change. And yeah, so I found astrology. I actually found astrology through um, Court Burns, who I know you love. Yes. Yeah. That's my mentor. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Court. Yeah. (laughs) Bravely beautiful brand. Um, 
I found her through her Saturn Return Diaries podcast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a Saturn Return is an intense time. And yeah, it was a pandemic. So it was a lot. But yeah, so here I am now. I am I started my spiritual entrepreneurship. Um back in like August, September of 2022. And I really wanted to just, I really wanted to get started um, offering readings to others because I love astrology so much. It helped me. I want to help others. And I love the creativity that it offers me. I was like creatively blocked as well. So this is a chance for me to really have a creative passion that I have for like myself aside from just being a mama. And yeah, so I love it so much and I'm so happy to be here and yeah, my hair is like in this little high pony because um, it was kind of greasy. So oh, <laughs> no, I piled it on top of my head. You can't tell at all. Yeah, it was like just like you guys can't see Jen, but like she's super cute. Like she's just this cute little, cute little thing um, with beautiful Thank energy. You. Yeah, so I'm so glad that we're doing this. But I think we had talked about it in the past, and it was just like sort of flew flopped into into the future whenever that was going to happen because that's how yeah. you do things, right? When things are supposed to happen, they happen. Without, yes. without forcing them. Right. So let me go back to your spiritual awakening. So you had a baby, then you get locked down and you're in your Saturn return. Like that wine just like punch you when you're down, man, like mm-hmm. everything all at once here, I'm going to give you a bomb, but like, I can see why obviously that would trigger your spiritual awakening. Right. Yeah. That's it, crazy. Was a lot. it usually happens when there's something major that happens in one's life, like a trauma or that's usually when it happens, right? We need that like pressure mm-hmm. to sort of get going in that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like such a dark time. And I was like, isolated at home, you know, I was living out in the country and um, no one was coming to visit, not even like my parents and stuff. Yeah. And you have a newborn baby and you live in the country by yourself and you can't see anybody. Yeah, it was really hard. Oh my gosh. And he was very, um, doctors will say like colic he had acid reflux so he cried all the time for the first seven months yeah so I was just like at home with my crying newborn and um you know I was going through this crazy time of of yeah this like it was like um like I say a spiritual awakening and I know that it was but it also was like this dark period you know when you first like enter and there's like all these um conspiracy theories of 2020 that a lot of us were like diving into which was freaking me out as a new mom so (laughs) so I really had to go through like that dark night of the soul and then like come out on the other side of of the light and and find like the good in the world again and you know help my son who was you know dealing with his acid reflux and you know he was just a little baby who needed me to figure my shit out if I can swear on here (laughs) go for it so yeah so we got a little bit yeah healthier I started detoxing I love that you mentioned zeolite because that's one of the first things that I found because he could take it too um there's like a spray you can get for the nano sized um zeolite so it's super easy you can just spray it under your tongue same thing for your child and they also make like droppers that you can put in your water so when he was a little bit older we did a gut detox and use the spray so I used both 
of the zeolite products um, from the good inside, I think they're called. It's um, similar to like TRS Advanced. Um, there's other products out there, but I really like that as a mom knowing that I could take it and so could my child and we were cleansing and detoxing together. That is like so much like just like, cause I remember like when you talked about how your son was like colicky and like my, I, my second son and he's like 18 now living in downtown Toronto with his friends, like <laughs> it, it, it changes. But like, I remember being in that moment and being isolated in a different way. Cause we just moved to a new town. I didn't know anybody I had one car and Chad always had the car cause he was working two jobs. And I felt like I was by myself and I had postpartum depression and that kid screamed all the time. Mm-hmm. Like all the time. You know what I mean? And you get like that, that, that feeling of like, what do I do? Like, it's so traumatic. You know what I mean? It's, and so you've been through all of this at the same time. Like, this is like, can we give the girl a break? So <laughs> please, <laughs> I guess the universe like really wanted to just do everything at once so that the rest of your life is just great now. Right. Like, you know I, I mean? sure hope so. I sure hope so. I'm going through, I'm still going through yeah. some things. Um, I'm currently separated from my partner. So we're having like the separation period and I have moved. So I'm, and I'm starting like new chapters in my life, like career wise as well. I still have astrology um, and that's, that will always be there, but yeah, I'm still going through lots of changes and it has lightened. I'm not in such a dark place like I was before um but yeah I've definitely learned that from like cleaning up my body cleaning up your meat suit is so important and it helps your mental health and you know your gut health is directly linked to that so and everything like I've I've tried like so many things like Reiki like there's so many great things out there to help clean up your energy and your physical body so I have I'm in a much better place now yeah well you, you can tell you have like, this big aura light around you I know there's like a light behind you, but you have this beautiful pure light that I just want everyone to know about like you know and every time I see your content like I just want to touch on your content like you guys have to go follow her if you're not following her already it's magnetic mountain yes so I make yes. her have the right um, Instagram handle Instagram account, like her content just brightens up your day. And if you don't like believe in astrology, just follow her anyways. This is like everything that she posts as like, oh my God, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And and just like same with court, right? When I was like years ago, when I first met court at the beginning of 2022, it was like, oh my God, this woman knows all this cool stuff about astrology. And it makes you want to learn more about yourself and understand who you are. And then it allows you like to put the pieces together. Because when you're talking about that neolite thing, I was just like, oh, I feel like I need to do a heavy metal detox. And I'm like, what's the zeolite stuff? And I was watching a YouTube video and they said it's volcanic ash and it gets all your, you know, the toxic, the metals out of your system. I'm like, I need that. I Mm -hmm. need that. Like, I just knew I needed that. Right. And so it like, and then when, when I, I don't know if it was you or court posting about like what's in your chart with what was it Aquarius or Pluto Mm -hmm. or court, I was looking at Pluto and for you as Aquarius, but when I was looking at one of them, I was like, it's in my house of health. Oh my God. That makes so much sense. So it really, it's cool. I love how it puts things together for you. Like, why am yeah, I behaving this way? Why is my intuition going, hey, how about this? And then you go to your birth chart. You're like, uh, because that sign is in there. And it's, it does, it activates something. Yes. So fascinating to me. You know what I mean? That it was doing the same thing. But like, if it wasn't for you guys, I'd be completely lost. I'd be like, I don't know how to read my birth chart. So like, <laughs> I had my birth chart done with Cora originally. So that's how come I know some of the things, but then your stuff is also like just such a beautiful addition to it. Like, it's just like, you know, you just know so much. 
Like, how do you know so much? I know you did mentor under her, but how do you know so much about astrology? Thank you so much. Um, I'm so happy that you like my content. I have always liked yours too. So I think we're on like the same vibe (laughs) things that are happening on this planet. And yeah, I like to share about other things, not just astrology, but my content is mostly astrology based, but yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I love some variety and there's a lot going on out there in the world. And, you know, I don't even like, I went hard with studying astrology because I was home. Um, and I chose to stay home even after my maternity leave was up and work from home. So, and then start studying. So I've taken, I have also done um, some of the Leo King courses as well and listened to like countless YouTube videos and podcasts and just consuming a lot of information. I actually had to take like a little break because I was like frying my poor brain. (laughs) But I am, yeah, definitely a student for life when it comes to astrology and writing it out and making content is just like an easy way of putting my thoughts together on it because sometimes it's even hard to just like speak it. (laughs) So that's what's great about social media and making content. You can really, it allows you to share your, your thoughts on things in an easier way for some people who are meant to do it that way. Like that's the great thing about astrology. Like you said, it's so reassuring of the energies that you're taking in right now from the collective and the cosmos and you know the areas of your life that's why you have a chart it lets you know which area of life is being impacted um and yeah so it's so reassuring I've always loved that about astrology that was like the biggest thing for me finding out I was going for my Saturn return I was like aha this all makes sense now (laughs) yeah it's definitely reassuring I love it so much I say so what what was it about Australia that was like okay like there's so many different things that people can choose from like a Reiki or mediumship or psychic what was it about astrology it was like bam astrology that's what I'm gonna do yeah no doubt it's so interesting because I made myself a list when I was going through my spiritual awakening and I was like okay I know that I need to get creative and change um I guess, career paths. I had worked retail for many years. I managed a business um, for 10 years and then I had my son and I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. And it's, it is really hard when you have a spiritual awakening to go back into that 3d world. I don't think all of us are meant to sure. I think a lot of people are there to anchor in like a vibration that we need in the 3d. Um, But some of us, I don't know if we're really meant for that life anymore after we go through our spiritual awakening. So I knew that I wanted to try something else. And astrology was just something that I was really passionate about. Reiki was one of them. I do have my Reiki level two. Um, But um, and then there's a couple other things that I had on my list. And I was like, hey, so I picked astrology first. It just felt right. And my intuition like guided me there first astrology and Reiki. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I just followed my, my intuition and my passion for once. My, my guides are probably like, Oh my gosh, she's finally freaking listening to us. (laughs) So stubborn. I always was like, no, I need I need a job. I need to go make this money. I need to like, and I was always pushing off what I was um, into creatively. And, and now I finally just like gave that to myself and my partner did too, by allowing me to stay home and study um, and watch our son. So, and care for our son. So I had like support there too, but yeah, I just, my intuition, I guess. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. It was like kind of like spirit led, right? Your soul kind of pulling you towards what you, what you love, because uh, for me, I, 
I like astrology, but I wouldn't want to study it, right? For me, obviously, it's more like the psychic stuff in the medium kind of realm. And I feel like also we change our mind too as we go along on our journey because my first love was Reiki. Like my first business I ever had was called Reiki Moms, right? Helping moms who needed Reiki, right? And they would come. And then when I was doing Reiki on the people, all of a sudden these dead people started talking to me. And I had to tell the people on the table, I'm like, okay, I would like have one hand on the client and then I'd be writing notes like crazy because these dead people were coming through, which is common I hear. I hear it's caught here. A lot of people saying, you know, when you do Reiki, then these people, you get start hearing voices and communicating with spirit and getting more messages kind of thing. And it wasn't until I had this, not a mentor, but this woman locally where I used to live who would do Reiki shares. I, I would go there like every month to this Reiki share. And one time we're doing Reiki and I was telling someone on the table, like it was like five people around this one person on the table. And I was telling her a message because I was practicing my psychic and my mediumship. And she looked at me and she says, you know, it's not all about the messages. It's about giving. And I was like, oh, and that was the moment. Like sometimes it takes like one person, right. To say one thing to you and you're done. Right. So after she said that, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I don't want to do Reiki anymore. So for me, that would just pull me away from doing Reiki and then other things blossomed out of it. Right. And now I feel like I really found my niche. Wow. So do you feel like astrology is like your niche? Like you might just stick with that and that's your thing. Or do you think you would ever branch out into something else? I feel like astrology will probably always be a part of what I do. And I literally cannot stop my brain from working in this way yes. now. <laughs> like the way I communicate with people. Yeah. It's like well, I have a to your bird chart. Oh, I know why you're acting that way. Let me yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those now. That's <laughs> Sometimes right. people are like, we're the cool friend. Like people should be friends with us because we're cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can read their bird charts and I can tell you what's going to happen in your future. So like, I think we're, I always say we're pretty cool to hang out with. Yeah. And I always like wanted to be psychic and, um, or a medium. Like I grew up obsessed with that. I remember being obsessed with like Sylvia Brown when I was a kid, I have some of her books and like, I, I lost um, a parent when I was an infant and I don't know if that had like sparked something in me with the other side. Like I remember laying in bed when I was a little girl and every night I would lay in bed in the dark and I would look up above me just laying there waiting to fall asleep and little orbs would be floating above me every night and I seen them every night and it was just like a peaceful feeling you know just no no worry they were just there and ever since then like I was like hmm this world is kind of different than lots of adults talk about to me like in the things I would tell my mom she'd be like what are you talking about and I thought I was like I maybe still I don't know if I was having dreams but they felt so real and yeah just some of the things I would tell my mom I think she thought it was kind of crazy but then you kind of go through life and I kind of yeah I felt like I fell asleep for a bit and then I I woke up and now I'm like back into like these things that I love so much but yeah man I always wish that I could talk to the other side and I love what you do and yeah I just yeah I have so much um respect for mediums and I know it must be a lot yes it's very draining well mm-hmm. you know it's a, it's because it's so much energy so basically what happens is your the loved ones come in and they use me as a battery mm. if I'm tired or I didn't sleep well or I'm you know having a weird day or whatever that battery is not as charged up as it could be and so it does affect 
sort of the work that I would say it's always important for everyone who's doing any of this kind of work to always make sure, you know, you have a lot of energy, you're cleaning your body, like we talked about at the beginning, you know, and feeding yourself good food and sleeping. And even for you too, like as a human being, like, you know, you got to have that kind of mindset about you, especially when you're doing this kind of work, because it is very intense. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you were talking about how your brain always works in that mode now. Are you able to like turn it off? And like, I mean, I don't like having normal conversations anymore. Like, Hey, how's the weather? Like I can't do that anymore. Right. But like, I mean, like, do you always, like, I'm sure you have to talk about other things. Right. But like, can you ever turn it off? Like, is it ever like, you can just think about other things and you know what I mean? I can, I can for the most part, like it's kind of always there. Not like it's such a bad thing for me. It's just kind of the way I understand people and I understand um, situations now. It, It does kind of linger there because I know like the transits or if I've seen their chart, like a lot of people, even when I first meet them and they find out I'm an astrologer, even if they're really not into astrology, they are curious and give me their birth info. (laughs) They're like, okay, so what does my chart say? And it's like, they want to test you and find out if it's accurate. So, and then when I'm seeing these people around in life, like I can't help but kind of have some of that background information there. So I can turn it out, turn it off and have some kind of normal conversations. I'm just like you though. I prefer to talk about things that have depth. Um, It's just kind of how it is now. Like, yeah, it's just like kind of it's like why are we wasting our time talking about all this other stuff do you know how much work we got to do right now (laughs) we got a lot of stuff to accomplish here and yeah and I'm interested in a lot of things like I said even like holistic health and cleaning up our bodies and like parasite cleansing like I I kind of weird people out talking about these I guess taboo topics but you know you have a worm inside of you Through astrology, that has given me the reassurance. You get this understanding of your own quirks and you just kind of, you know, learn to be more compassionate of yourself too. Cause you're like, well, like for me, like my son and Mercury are in the eighth house, the eighth house rules over the occult, death, rebirth, transformation, taboo topics. This is part of who I am. Like, this is me. These are the things that I talk about and I'm interested in learning about. So I just have to have love for myself because this is, yeah, that's who I am. I love that you, that you have this wisdom about yourself at such a young, I mean, I don't know how old you are. It doesn't matter, but like that's a, all these young people, you know, that I always talk to that I'm always drawn to. They're just so, they just know themselves so early where it's taking me to like 45 for me, you know, I mean, I'm 48. So it was a few years ago, but like that, that, that knowing of myself, it seems to be coming in sooner for the younger mm-hmm. generation that is getting more in, this is becoming more normal. And it, I, mm-hmm. I am a big believer in this work that we do, whether it's like with astrology or like psychic abilities or mediumship, it actually helps you know who you are. Yes. Right? Cause you go through these phases where like, I'm so worried about what you're going to think of me. I'm worried that you're going to get it wrong. And then you get to the point where you're like, no, like you're just so confident and you just know you just, then you know yourself more. Yeah. Right. That's why I always tell people like, it's great to get into anything like this kind of development because you learn your, you learn about yourself so much. Yes. You know, and maybe it's a little bit different for you with the chart, but like for me, when I'm talking about astrology and I'm like, Oh my God, that's why I bought that. Or that's Mm -hmm. why I'm buying clean laundry soap. Now, all of a sudden where I could have done that 10 years ago, because I know it's bad for you, but now it's like this big push, like something, this, this, this energy, this force is pushing me now. And then when you, when you lay that push to the chart, I'm like, 
Okay. Like, it's so cool how everything is so lined up and it all works together. It's like this big clock that we're in, you know, <laughs> all the cogs are working together, but half of us don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> we're just focused on one of the cogs. I just yeah. think it's so cool that everything's connected. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you're, so you're talking about like Pluto entering Aquarius, which is a huge thing. That's a huge transit that's being um, talked about right now because it, you know, it hasn't happened in over 200 years and Pluto may be a small planet. And I know um, technically it's a dwarf planet, but astrologers still consider it a planet and we use it in astrology, but it is, it is a powerful planet. <laughs> it is going to transform that area of your chart. And it's a slow moving planet. It's a generational planet. So it is going to take some time. This is setting up like a 20 year cycle of your life, but it is great for you to pay attention to what is coming up for you right now, because it's just dipped its toes into Aquarius until June 11th. And then it's going to retrograde back into Capricorn. We have like these crossover years of, um, of it going between Aquarius and Capricorn because all planets do have a retrograde period. And so Pluto will go retrograde. And um, since it's so slow moving, it barely gets a chance to get into Aquarius and then it's going back to Capricorn and then it's going to go into Aquarius and then it'll stay there later in 2024 until 2044. So yeah, it's great that you're already paying attention to what's coming up because yeah, if it's in your sixth house, um, I, I'll have to take a look at your chart. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're saying your health, your house of like health and, yeah. and wellness, and that's your daily routines as well. So it's interesting that that's already coming up for you. Yeah. And then court was like, well, there's this one is in your house of relationships. I'm like, oh, yeah. When I Googled, I was like, it's in my house of money. And she's like, it's always like that. I'm like, where? <laughs> I was so excited that that was about money. But then she's like, <laughs> click the transit gen. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, so then I changed it over. I'm like, it's still good, you know, but like, you've got to really, um, cause I can get so excited about it. Cause also I feel like the collective, like this Pluto and Aquarius thing, obviously you're always seeing it in the, in the collective and I, I'm tapped into that psychically. So I tap into the future events and you know what I mean? And it does feel very, whatever that means, Pluto and aquarius -y. Like it feels mm -hmm. like a big deal, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes like I like I'm very choosy about my astrologers who I follow. Like there's some I can't they're super annoying that I can't, not that they're giving wrong information, but like just the way they talk and like, you know, I am I'm very choosy about who I listen to on an astrology. So obviously yeah. you, you and court would be two of the people that I, you know, pay attention to and trust. But yeah, this Pluto and Aquarius stuff kind of can get people a little bit worked up or like they're they're fear-based. Some of them are like you should be really worried about it. it's never happened before and America's having their Pluto return. I'm like, like the only thing I get worked about is Mercury retrograde <laughs> because I will tell you why. Normally I'm like, whatever, just annoying with the phone, the computers, yeah, whatever. Well, last time it was Mercury in retrograde, which I believe was January-ish because that's when we traveled to Myrtle Beach yeah. and that day one of the days we traveled was like maybe the beginning of mercury retrograde mm -hmm. we had delays and that whole computer system that controls the airplanes and how they fly shut down that day we traveled and everything that could go wrong happened and i'm like i am never traveling 
and Mercury retrograde again. And Chad's like, what are you talking about? Mercury's in Gatorade. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Never ever doing this again. So that's that was a bad one. Yeah, I remember that. It was like right after Christmas. I think it was yeah. December 29th when it actually stationed yeah. retrograde. And that messed with a lot of people's travel plans. Yeah. That's the one thing that freaks me out. And I didn't used to. I used to be like posting about, okay, it's just Mercury. Stop. Like, don't. Now I'm like, no way. If there's any travel plans, we're not going anywhere. I'm like, that's not obviously, you know, what I would do, but that one really freaked me out a little bit. Cause I'm like, if people don't believe in astrology, like that mm-hmm. one would have convinced me. Like if I was a doubter, that one would have been like, okay, this stuff is real. Right. So what do you, what do you do ever come across anyone who doubts what you do or like pokes fun at what you do? Like, what do you do when that happens? Yeah, I was kind of, that was one thing I was nervous about with starting yeah. on my journey with astrology. Um, I don't have a lot of people who are are very rude about it, but I do have a few like jokish comments from some people or most people are, you know, nice enough to just keep their comments to themselves. I can see the (laughs) the look on their face. A lot of people don't understand it. So it's really just um, them not understanding or understanding what astrology is. So, um, so we're almost, we're like ignorant about it. And there has been this, um, you know, it's just another part of the powers that be messing with something that humans, um, could find helpful in their lives and give us more power. So really astrology has been branded like this form of fake entertainment. It's been downplayed. It's been messed with. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, billionaires, secret societies, royal families, celebrities, like these people are using astrology. (laughs) A lot of things have been happening. I just wrote that down. I used that. I wrote down because I heard like a story where Taylor Swift released her album on a certain day that had to do with astrology that would have worked well for her. Do you know what I mean? So they do know, they know Mm -hmm. know they're using it. The government is using it. You know what I mean? They know all about it. Anything that can keep us in a state of, you know, being asleep under their control, not living in our most um, empowered state. Um, yeah, that's like, that is their main goal, right? So astrology empowers you as an individual. And when you're not empowered, you're easier to control. So that's what they want is control over us. But when you do unlock yourself through astrology, and there's lots of other ways out there too. human design is great. Numerology is great. Um, but yeah, it's just like one of those things that I think has been attacked and downplayed and branded as fake entertainment. So yeah, I do come across the odd person who kind of like make fun, but most of the people in my life, um, do love me and support me and want to learn about it. Anyone who kind of makes fun of me, I'll usually like ask them a few questions, um, try to like, you know, let them understand astrology a little bit. Um, but if they're not willing to, then I don't force it on anyone. I'm not here to force astrology on anyone. Um, just like you said about following certain astrologers on social media and the ones like, you know, that you vibe with and get a good vibe from, I think that's so important on everyone's social media is, you know, linking up with the people that you are resonating with. Um, and you do have to be mindful of what you're consuming. So yeah, I, 
I'm definitely protective of my energy. And I think it's something that I've worked on as an individual and I kind of just like smash and block any, (laughs) any negativity, but I'm always willing to like have um, an educated, open conversation with people who want to learn about astrology and understand it more. Sorry, one second. Okay, so when you're talking about people who are like on Instagram or like their astrology mentors or whatever, it's going to be two parts. I'm going to say to you first, you know, that guy that read the guy who wears the robe. He's like, I love yes. that guy. Dr. Yes. Whatever his name is. Yep. What's his name again? Dr. Um, Dr. Lennox. Lennox, Lennox something. Lennox yeah, Jones. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Dude, I love him. The dude in the, he's always wearing a red robe in his hairy chest. Yes, red like, robe oh. astrology. Yeah. <laughs> he's so funny. I love that guy. I think he's like, you know, there's good to follow astrology. It's, it's so important to be like, like the person who's doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I just love your energy and I love his energy. And like, he's just yammering on about stuff. And I'm like, you're just so funny. I just want to listen to what you're saying. And I, I absorb it more because I like the person who is sharing it, if that makes sense. Right. And that probably makes sense with everything that, you know, um, one of the things that I saw, I did speak of social media that I did see. And like, um, there was one person, I don't know who posted it, but it was something about astrology being like part of this evil matrix and like human design is also part of this. I can't remember the wording that was, I should have screenshotted it, but I was like, what, mm-hmm. you know? So like, it's almost like people who are deem themselves to be very spiritual or like more wise than everyone else kind of like trying to dismantle also the the with somehow saying is dark do you know what I mean like there's we can compare that to like people who are catholic who like oh you can't talk to the dead that's a sin I'm like well guess what my grandparents who passed over were highly catholic and they're the ones to help my students so you can take that theory out of there do you know what I mean so like these I feel like we're breaking these these things about what we believe in and and I don't like that people are trying to make it dark yeah you know, yeah. like maybe human, de- human design is a, like in, in spirit school. I have like, obviously someone teaching human design right now. And I was like, this is really hard and I don't understand it. But like, I'm just trying to see where people are able to be like, well, this is a dark matrix or like the dark goddess is trying to manipulate you through the astrology. And I was like, okay, weirdo. Like that's just what I mean. So like, how do you handle that? Does anyone ever come to you and like, you see posts like that at all? I do see stuff like that. That's where that's kind of like a place where I had to pull myself self yeah. out of when I went through my spiritual awakening, because when you get stuck in like that total, like doomer mentality, like everything is evil. Everything is up to get you. It's all yeah. fear-based. You can't trust anything. And it's so toxic. I could not live my life that way. And I went through a period of questioning astrology as well. Like I still question everything yeah. you have to, yeah. once you wake up to what's been going on, you're like, Hey, you always have to question mm-hmm. everything. So I even questioned astrology and there's different types of astrology out there. You know, I'm, I'm a Western um, astrologer and I practice so tropical astrology, but there's other types out there too. And I'm like, how do I know what's the right type? Like, you know, they you actually in their post had put it was tropical astrology that was being manipulated or something like it was dark. They, okay. they actually said tropical astrology. I was like, I should have screenshotted it. Yeah. I, and I'm willing to have conversations and learn more. Mm-hmm. And if one day my journey takes me to studying a different type of astrology, like maybe that'll happen. I don't know. I'm aligned with tropical astrology right now. It feels good. It, don't, it doesn't feel dark to me, but yeah, you do come across people who are kind of in this fear state and it, 
I don't know. There's part of me that thinks like, yes, we're, there's people here who are here to hold a certain frequency and keep, you know, keep the frequency high because there are so many people who are going through it and fear, fear-based and fear-mongering. So yeah, you know, I don't come across a lot of that every once in a while I see it. And I just, you know, I let people have their free will and, choose to think whatever they want to but if anyone ever wants to like talk to me about it I'm open to discussing and you know and I'm open to having my mind changed too but I'm not open to living like in a fear state and I would not be practicing something that made me fearful like all the time this feels good it feels empowering I'm learning more about myself like positive things have come from this so I'm going to keep going with the fact that this is something of the light for me is that's like with mediumship too some people won't take a class because they're like oh you talk to the to the, the dark side I'm like no it's God like it's love you know when your loved ones cross over they return to that love state and in that state of that speaking of vibration like no evil darkness can get in there mm-hmm. it would be something else that would be like a shadow aspect of yourself that was sort of mingling with that kind of thing too right so there's a lot of biases around everything that we you know, like, I love that you said, as long as you feel good doing it and it makes you happy and it's feeling light, we just keep doing it. Like no matter what anyone says, right. That's a really good thing to share with everyone who's listening, who maybe is not there yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Like another thing I learned um, through this work is that not everyone is where you are. Right. right. And so you have to like approach it as like, if I say something, it doesn't mean everyone's going to understand what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? So we have to also keep this beautiful that we just, you know, it just feels like a love energy. Yes. Really, everything we do is like a love energy. So I'm going to, um, if you're okay with this, I'm going to give you a little bit of psychic information that I have for you. Okay. Uh, if you're okay with that. And then maybe you want to touch on my chart real quick, like a little tiny about like what's going on or what's going to happen. I don't know how you do yes. it. Like, um, okay. So, so I feel like in the future, you're going to be a mentor. Okay. You're going to be a mentor, not including spirit school, but like a, a, your own, you're going to teach a class on astrology on your own. Okay. There's an income that's going to come from that to uh, supplement your other income that you already have. Okay. And then if you're not currently dating someone, that's not even on your radar there. I do see a future partner that is going to come in. This person, I feel like will already have a child as well. So that almost a a chance of like a commingling family, or what do you call that? Like a mixed family a blended, blended yeah yeah so like that's also what I see for you in in the future those two things which feel very um joyful to me but I feel like you have some things that you have to sort of deal with right now before those things can happen mm-hmm. it's not even like um the feeling is like it's not even a belief of yourself really it's like because some people get stuck on like oh maybe I'm not good enough or it's not that at all for you it's something that you have to go through and learn a little bit more. They said you have to do a little bit more work on things. And then mm-hmm. as soon as you can get through that work, then those two things are going to be presented to you in your life. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Does that resonate with you at all? Like, Yeah, I think so. Like I can tell that I'm going through a period right now where, yes, I do need to um, work on some things like I'm going through life transitions and I need to get my life in order and get things, you know, stable, sturdy, yeah. figured out, you know, it's kind of, it's very like 
it's almost like very 3d, right? Like, it's not like, I, cause I've done a lot of spiritual work and, and stuff on, on, on myself in that way, but it's kind of more of the, the material side where I'm just like focusing on getting my, my stuff together and my, yeah, my house. Too bad you can't, I mean, too bad you can't have like, people are like, can I have a business doing this? Like for me, why, as everyone knows, like I was a kindergarten teacher, I had a career, I had a pension, I had a whatever. And then, Hey, I'm going to quit my job. To do what? I don't know. Talk to dead people all day. Like, of course, people were thinking that's crazy. How do you make a career <laughs> of that? But I'm telling you, that was the best decision I've ever made because like the, the you can make a career out of this. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes it, there's days where it takes away from the joy of it sometimes because like, okay, I got to make some money here because this is my job now. And some people might not agree with that, but this is my, this is my vocation. This is what I've chosen to do. Right. So you can make a living out of a beautiful spiritual business that you can create with spirit and then have it even more thriving than as if you were still doing a part-time job. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I did that. I had a price, still had my job. And then on weekends I would do um, this kind of thing, like readings at the office or I would do Reiki and it was on the side. And eventually, and I'll, I'm going to tell you something and it might not be for you, but for people listening, I remember the moment where I'm like, I had an investor and I was going to open up my own metaphysical store. That was my business plan. Right. And he said, which I obviously didn't do. And I was trying to decide if I was going to do that or ask him to invest in a book. Cause I had to, I wrote a book and I needed $3,000 to write this book for the program. And he said to me, we're at a coffee shop. And I told him, I'm like, I'm going to work part-time at this job and part-time at this one. He's like, doesn't work that way, Jen. And I'm like, what do you mean, investor man? He's like, you have to be fully in one thing for it to really go. You can't have one foot here because it's like a safety net. We always talk about a safety net, right? And that was where I was like, I got to have my safety net. Like, you know, it's like, and those words will never leave me. It's like, you can't, doesn't work that way. You can't have both. So if you ever decided that you wanted to do this full time, you have to completely let go, which is terrifying of the thing that you thought you should do for money. And like, it can, I can promise you, it can be very, I make, I mean, that's like, I, I get more money now than I did working as a teacher. Right. Oh. And and I get the freedom to travel. Like if I was still on the school board, I never would have gone to Bali. I never would have gone to Peru I could never pick up and just go away to a cottage, right? I'd have to, I'd be stuck in that place where I wasn't happy. So whoever needs to hear that, I'm just putting that out there. It can, it is possible to do that. Yes, thank you. That's such a great message. That is the goal for sure for us to have more time and time freedom to for humans to do what it is that we love and what we're here to do. So I definitely believe in that. So I can kind of see that for you as two in the future. Maybe like three-ish years down the line. You okay. could have own. Do you like purple? I do. I like all colors, really. I don't know. There's some kind of purpley, like a light purpley color that's coming in, like a hue. Or like if you ever wanted to have your own business, that kind of be the background color. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. I've been told that I kind of have like a purplish aura as yes. well. Yeah. So yeah, you have a purple hue around you. And they're saying, yeah, hue. <laughs> yeah. and say you, but it's like very subtle, you know, it's not like a bright, I hate purple. So it's like, not like a <laughs> purple, it's like a pretty lavender, huey color that's around. I it. like that you said lavender. Yeah. Because my, for magnetic mountain, for my business, yeah. um, the colors that I chose, it was, it's more like a pinkish, I guess it's like a dusty rose, yeah. but yeah, it kind of reminds me a dusty rose and like a lavender. Like those are some of my favorite colors. I really like soft colors like that. Yes. So. 
Yeah. So that's what I see for you. Thanks. Yeah. I should pull up your chart. Okay. Are you, you have my chart. I said, did I give you my stuff? No. Are you comfortable sharing it? Yeah, right of course. Now? I was like, when did I tell you? Maybe I forgot that I told you. <laughs> no, no. I okay. I'm like, I know I'm tired, but like, I don't remember doing that. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. I'm going to enter in your name. Okay. When is your birthday? Um, November 23rd, 1974. And do you know your birth time? Yep. 11.03 PM. Okay. And I was born in Timmins, Ontario. Timmins. Okay. Let me plug that in. Let's see if I'm spelling this right. She pops up in a little drop thingy because <laughs> I've done it a million times. It'll pop up. How do you spell Timmins? T I M M I N S. I N S. Okay. There it is. See? Good. So I'm just going to pull up your chart. Where Shania Twain is from. Okay. Oh, is that where Shania Twain is from? Yes. <laughs> Queen. I love Shania Twain. Grab a few things here for your chart and the extended selection. Don't forget to hit the transits, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that about Port. She's like, so the transits. Oh, no, Jen, hit the transits button. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm just pulling it up here and I clicked with transits. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to share it? Oh, I guess people won't be able to see anyways, will they? <laughs> Fine. You go just, you can just read it out if you want to see it. I'll make notes because I'm very excited about this. This fascinates me so much. Okay. Let me make sure that I have everything right here. So Jen, November 23rd, 1974, 11.03 PM in Timmins, Ontario. You are a Leo rising. And obviously you must know, um, you are a Sag sun and mm -hmm. Pisces moon. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. I love your big three energy. Um, you it got makes that so much sense. Yeah, yes, it does make so <laughs> yeah. much sense, actually. Right? right? That's what I'm talking about. Like, you're yeah. like, it makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, whenever you see astrology, yeah. I, uh, I just love it when I start to learn yeah. more about people through astrology. Yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I knew you had to. I, usually <laughs> I can tell some Leo energy because you Leo's have a certain um, spark and shine about you. And Leos are like the leaders, the performers of the Zodiac. They're very creative. So are Pisces. Pisces are very creative as well. Uh, Leos are, are like are ruled by the sun. So it's this beautiful like self-expression. And Pisces is like this, um, this sign of like transcendence and reception and um it really reminds me of like of psychics and it is ruled by neptune and jupiter um which are very expansive and spiritual so wow. and then yeah of course you have your beautiful sun in sagittarius and sagittarius is the guide is the scholar like it tells a lot about you and how you're meant to guide and use your wisdom in this lifetime. And even your North node is in Sagittarius. Did you know that? Did, no. did you have that? 
I don't remember. I'm sure she told me, but I don't remember. Probably. I'm sure. I'm sure you would have um, had that in your reading. But yeah, I feel like people. So for those who don't know, your North Node is an indication of lessons to learn and your destiny in this lifetime. And your South Node is. Um, is really more of like your comfort zone can indicate past lives if you believe in past lives. I know some people don't, um, but yeah, I do. It can indicate, yeah, it can indicate past lives or just you and like, you know, in the past of, of this life in your younger years. But yeah, so you do have um, a lot going on with your Sag energy um, and your North Node being in Sagittarius. I feel like people who have North Node Sagittarius are here to um, spread their their wisdom and their knowledge and it's very like it gives me like teacher vibes and um, and just yeah really here to take in the big picture of everything I know um, I know having your your south node in Gemini Gemini is all about like the student taking in all the information it's sharing information but it's really like learning communicating um, and then now where you're heading towards in in for your life's destiny and where you're already at, because one thing people should know about your North node is it's not like this constant chase. Like people are like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? Well, you don't have to always be chasing after your purpose. A lot of the times you find it, you know what it feels like. You've got that feeling. Sometimes we get like shooken off of our path, but for you, it really does feel like you're here to be a guide and share your wisdom and your spiritual journey um, with others. And you have it in the fourth house, which is like your foundations, your family, um, your roots. And, um, it has a lot to do with like your private life. So there might be something there with like how you said in your book, like sharing information about your private inner world, um, and working from home. It's like such an indication for those who should work from home when they have like this fourth house energy. I'm like, yeah, you're probably, you know, comfier in your own home environment. <laughs> Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I love that you also, you have your Mercury. So Mercury is the planet of um, communication. It's our thought process, um, how we communicate with others, um, how we share information. And it's like speaking, writing, talking. Oh, I said, I said talking, sorry. <laughs> speaking and talking are the same thing but um but yeah it's really just how we communicate with others and what we find interesting and yours is in Scorpio and I love a Mercury in Scorpio because these are the people who have amazing bullshit detectors you cannot cannot lie to a Mercury in Scorpio okay (laughs) you can't lie to me yes Scorpio knows it it, like it knows it Scorpio gets to the bottom of the truth it's very detective energy it's kind of like what I was saying about myself when I um, was talking about my chart and having my mercury and my sun in the eighth house which is ruled by Scorpio Uh, mine is actually in Aries but the eighth house is ruled by Scorpio and so it takes on like that Scorpio vibe of like diving deep and and really wanting to get to the bottom and uncovering truths hidden truths, transformation, um, that death and rebirth process, um, that rise of the Phoenix energy is so, um, scorpionic and it's really like those conversations, um, uh, of, of truth and, um, and, and of depth because you don't want to have just like these mundane conversations. You rather talk about like 
actual um, conversations of depth. So that's interesting with your Mercury in Scorpio. And then um, all of your like Sag energy is very like freedom fighter and truth seeker vibes as well, because yeah, the archer is all about, is all about freedom and truth. So you're definitely a truth seeker. And that comes across um, in your energy too. You have Mars in Scorpio conjunct your Mercury. So Mars in Scorpio is freaking awesome too. Like people with Mars and Scorpio, like Mars is your energy. It's your drive. It's what motivates you, how you go after things in life. And I love a Mars and Scorpio because these people, um, they have the power of Mars and Scorpio together here. And like, for those who don't know the traditional planetary ruler of Scorpio, Scorpio is Mars. So it's very comfortable in this energy and it's this passionate energy uh, and willpower. People who have Mars and Scorpio have actually intense willpower for sure. I don't know if you feel like that yourself, but like it does give you this ambition in life to really, to know that you can, you can go after anything, no matter how many times you get knocked down, you're going to get up again because it's that rise of the Phoenix, um, energy. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like, even as you're talking, I'm like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Like everything you're saying is like, oh my God, that's me. Like the teacher and the, and the death and the rebirth and the truth, like that's literally my life. Like what I do for a living and you know, all these things, it just, it just fits so well. Good, good. Yeah. And so you do have, so for your, for the transits, what's going on in the sky right now, because, um, the planets don't stop moving. So your birth chart is your chart. That's where the planets were. Um, the moment you took your first breath here on earth, um, it's a, a basically a screenshot of that, but the planets don't actually stop moving. So we can compare, um, where the planets are right now with our birth chart. And it's very helpful. Like you said, to know what's kind of going on in, mm. in your chart. And you were saying like how um, Pluto, the um, planet of death and rebirth and transformation and change and metamorphosis and control and power, it means all these things, but it has moved into your, yes, your, your sixth house of um, daily routine, health and fitness, wellness, it even rolls over like um, pets. Um, but yeah, this is like your daily, your daily habits and routine. So it's very interesting that that's going to be transformed for you over the next 20 years. And, and Pluto really can, can make us like obsessed about this area of our life. Like you'll, you'll probably become like obsessed with your, your work, your, you could be transformed through your work, through your daily habits and in your health routines. Right. So it's very, it's very important to um, take a look at anything that's not in alignment and um, anywhere, anything that comes up right now, any fears I should say are important to look at um, and feel and, um, and know that like you're, there's going to be some shadow work that comes up with Pluto transits and, and we need to do the work on ourselves and do the inner work so that we can assist others. That's mm-hmm. a big reason of why humans are here on earth and light workers in, in general. So it's very interesting for you. And, um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah, anyways, Pluto in your sixth house. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that I like I in my stories I just posted about my morning routine. 
like oh yes and new (laughs) like something so simple as that I was like oh my god that makes so much sense (laughs) right anything that comes up during this time is going to show you where you're meant to step into your power so that's what Pluto transits are all about is helping us step into our power um and you do have yeah, the end of this transit will be in, because I, I use the Placidus health system. Yep. Um, so it does touch a little bit into your seventh house of relationships. So being transformed um, through or by relationships, you know, like marriages, it could be um, even like your one-on-one services with your clients, business partnerships. Um, so there's some stuff there that also might come later on with this transit, because like okay. I said, it's 20 years. Um, you do currently have Saturn, the planet of um, discipline, structure, lessons. Like Saturn is the teacher planet. So um, Saturn's lessons are for you in the seventh house of relationships. So it might give you kind of like a bit of a, a preview as well of some lessons that you need to learn in that area of your chart. Um, and if Saturn is, is in Pisces. So this has a lot to do with making our dream reality and, um, and spiritual like bypassing and, and spirituality and having faith in ourselves and trusting our intuition and like who we can trust, um, in, in out there in the world and the faith that we have in, in the higher power, I think it's really going to make people like question their faith and um, hopefully give people the structure of Saturn to um, stand up for what they believe in and have faith in themselves and their own intuitions, but also having faith that, you know, we're not just here alone on this planet and there's no, there's no higher power. I think it's, um, it can bring up a lot about spirituality and religion. So I know religion is like this programming for a lot of people who have woken up in the spiritual community, but um, I do believe that certain people are here to experience religion, learn from religion and carry out this program in their life. So it can bring up a lot about just God in general and what religion is. And we might see some changes in in the collective um, in this way. And also it brings up a lot of like, um, I feel like it brings up a lot of uh, like psychedelic healing. Nice. So I know Yes, I know you talk about this with your um, yeah, micro dosing. Yes, so this might be something too for you to explore and yeah. help others with too, with your relationships yeah. and and your um like yes, your relationship to mushrooms and plant medicine. Um, Saturn and Pisces is there's going to be a lot of like retreats, healing. Uh, we need a lot of healing, um, especially after this Pluto transit in 20 years, Pluto's going to um, enter Pisces. And I think this is really going to be a healing time for humanity. That's not for another 20 years. We're going to have to go through some pretty intense stuff to get there. But I really feel like those who are um, going to be part of the healing community, these years are going to be really important for, for them and learning about healing the collective and um how they can be of service to others in that way. This is fascinating. You're so wise. I love uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Like a so fountain much. of knowledge is spewing out of you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> but also oh, good. You're so, so natural and organic and grounded. I, when you were like first talking, I was like, you're so grounded. Like every time I get on here, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. 
and then you're, I always interview people who are so grounded, but that would make a really good psychic and a medium. I used to think that to do that work, you have to be up here, but now I'm realizing it's better to be grounded in doing it. So like, it would be more easy for you to, if you ever wanted in the future to get into that kind of stuff, because you're so grounded, like you would just bring it down, you know, like you're the bringer downer. Bringing- My ear just started ringing when you said yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's well, one thing I get a lot like, is hearing. Yeah. That's, I feel like you have like also like an expansion quality about you and your energy too. That's going to come like, I mean, we're always expanding, but I think that when I'm saying to you, like, are you always going to do astrology? And you're like, yes, but I think there's going to be some other things that might come in in the future. Like you're going to branch into, and maybe astrology is going to be your, your home base. But I think like for you, because you just have this beautiful, like warm energy, you're going to make a natural progression into something else. Yeah, I think I've heard that before about myself um, Mm -hmm. from another psychic. She's told me that like, I'll always have astrology as like my, um, like for like my backbone, but I'm going to, what I'm really going to offer is, is more about like my life experience and like the other things that I'm going to experience. So I, I'm, I have so many interests, so that doesn't surprise me at all. Like I am just, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, give me all the information. And then like one more thing before we end here is like, I want to tell you also, there's like, I know you said you lived in the country, but I think in the future, there might be a return to like you are in the summertime, just being like in nature again, but with like campfires and like, I can hear, I see you sitting around and someone has a guitar and like, you, you know, your son's there running around, having a great time. And you're playing, you're just out in the nature and you're seeing the stars and it's just going to be like, so peaceful for you. So that, that, yeah, just wanted to let you know that too. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah, no, it. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. I'm like, this is, I can't wait for this to come out and if I can hear how amazing you are. Um, but I want you to everyone tell everybody again where they can find you on, on Instagram. Okay. So you can find, yes, thank you. You can find me at magnetic.mountain on Instagram. Um, I am on TikTok too and Facebook, but I'm most active on Instagram. That's kind of like my comfort zone. I'm still like building my, my um, profile over there and interacting with people. Um, You can book a reading through my link in bio there. Um, since my birthday is in April, um, I'm an Happy Aries. Son. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Next week I turn 32. Oh, so I'm going to do, birthday. thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a sale on readings for the month of April for $74. And I do a recording that's usually 60 to 90 minutes long. And I email it. Um, usually mostly because I have a little one here, but I might start to offer some live readings soon in the future too. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, you can book a reading through my link in bio. And if you have any questions, you can definitely find me over on Instagram at magnetic top mountain. And I'd love to chat astrology. I could chat about your chart, Jen, all day. That's just, (laughs) it never, it never ends. So even when I send people their recordings, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to stop here. Uh, There's more, but just so you know, I have to stop now. Yeah, I would love to hear more like about like future stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm going to book a reading with you for your birthday thing here. But thank you so much for being here on the podcast. It's great to have like someone to talk to. Like usually it's just me yammering on to myself, right? It's so nice to have a guest on here again. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today, Jen. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for everything that you do. I love everything that you are. You offer so much online and all the info that you share for free and in your spirit school. Um, it's just so amazing. So thank you so much. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I can't wait to, I'll be seeing again, I bet you in like five minutes on Instagram with some other cool stuff to go read and be like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we need more. We need we need more gens. How would say we need more gens in this world? What do you think? Yes. We need more Jennifers in this world. I think because I think Jennifers are pretty cool. Yeah, me okay, too. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Singing Meaning Podcast. And it was a long one, but it's very packed full of a lot of value and knowledge from Jen. And uh, we'll see you guys all next time on the Singing Meaning Podcast. <laughs>